Joey Denham Insurance. Can I speak to Joe, please? Yes, may I ask who's calling? Yeah, it's Joey Jingola. Okay, one moment. Thank you. Hey, Joey. Oh, how are you doing, sir? Good, how are you? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Well, I mean, a lot of this, you know, I'm just not going to know until we actually get there because, you know, I feel like with a bow and arrow, you know, they pulled back the arrow and it's ready to launch, but until the website's up and until the management system is is here and until I'm actually making the videos and the blog, I'm not going to have those questions until I'm actually there. You know, I've tried to think of as much as I can and I'm trying to prep for, for when it happens and it will very, very soon. It's just until I'm actually using these things and until we have this figured out, there's only so much I can do. Well, you're never going to have it all figured out, Joel. And that was my buddy Joel Dunham of Stoller Dunham Insurance in Fort Wayne, Indiana, right across the Ohio border. And uh, yeah, so first off, yes, one thing, Joel, you're never going to have it all figured out, so don't worry about that. But one thing I love about Joel is Joel is smart enough to know what he doesn't know. And he is also smart enough to know that he doesn't know something and that he can do something in the meantime while he's waiting to know something. And that, I mean, it seems so simple and not even like a thing, but it is so tough, right? To know what you don't know. And that's not to say that's an indictment on you. That's to say, please let me know what you don't know, because if you don't know it, then you need to either go know it, which is not good English, or go find somebody that does and I would almost say that more, more, more than not, you would want to find somebody that you know, knows it for you once you get to a certain point, right? But it's that realization in the first place that you have to say, hey, listen, I don't know what I don't know. And if you don't know what you don't know, then that's the tough part is getting out and just having that self-awareness. I think a couple podcasts ago, I, I gave a, a recommendation of of binging on Hell's Kitchens, or no, not that, Kitchen Nightmares uh, YouTube clips of Gordon Ramsay just berating restaurant owners because they're, they're so far gone. They're so clouded by what, you know, from what actual reality looks like. And you know, I can say that Joel is not, right? He knows, he's already identified some of the things. Once the website up, the website is up. Once the management system is in place, I think Joel's management system is in place. And once he's writing the blogs and doing the videos, I think Joel is writing a few blogs. I don't know if I've seen any videos from him. I'll have to double check again. But I do know that Joel is, uh, actually talked to Joel a couple weeks ago after the last time he was on the podcast. He has actually fallen into a nice little niche. We're gonna talk about another niche that he identifies in a little bit, but he has fallen into another niche since our conversation, which I was pretty excited to hear about. And those are the things that he knows that needs to happen. If you don't even know the thing needs to happen, then it's it's like dying the, the slowest death that you didn't know was coming, right? And it's just gonna happen one day and you're gonna wonder why. And you have not taken the time to step back whether it's you asking yourself or you asking somebody else to tell yourself, which can be awkward and painful because again, even asking somebody is not always 
gonna provide a true representation of what you're dealing with because people wanna be nice, right? You know, I played music for a lot of years, a lot of bands, and I love my mom, but moms do what they do, and they're like, oh, this is great, honey. It's like, mom, this is not good. Like, come on, like, you're not helping anybody. And it's that, it's that, you know, you're not helping anybody by telling them what they want to hear. And you're not helping yourself by telling yourself what you want to hear or, or not know or need to know or go do. And, and that, that's the, one of the strangest things about people that care about you, right? Is that we're the, the desire to protect somebody and ourselves, we're, our desire to protect ourselves or the people that we care about is greater than, than doing the thing that is actually going to get them to a better place. It's a very interesting kind of thing. We're, we're getting a little deep here. All of a sudden, this is like the Dr. Phil show. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. Um, interesting human behaviors. I'm just you know trying to understand some of them, and that's one of them that is very interesting. But what's even more interesting, and again, back to you know Joel is is you know it can be terrifying, and it's that moment of terror that you really just have to sit there and embrace. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I've only uh, I've only been the owner here at the agency for about three months now, and you know, we really haven't had that much of a marketing presence at all until recently, or at least you know until I've started looking into this stuff. So you know, it really does feel like we're starting at the very beginning. It's kind of scary when you think about it, you know. It is, but it's also exciting, right? And hold on, wait a second. Let's rewind that a little bit. Joel, you've only been operating your agency as the owner for three months. I mean, at the time of this call. What? Everybody listening, you just feel free to just feel a little bit worse about yourself than you did 30 seconds ago. Because Joel is, again, asking himself a lot of the right questions have only been been the owner for three months, right? He just listed off a bunch of things that you've probably had on your to-do list for years. I, I'm sorry, I'm not. You probably have done some of these. You're probably running a fantastic, I'm sorry, you're probably running a very great agency. I just know that I have talked to agents and the longer you've been in that place, or owners, I should say, that have had a lot of those things on their plates that they, they haven't tackled in, and again, years, let alone months. And that's, again, why I like Joel. Again, he's smart enough to know what he doesn't know and he is able to actually start taking action and implementing those things and getting it done in a quick time and being motivated. Now, obviously, being new to the job is a pretty motivating factor. Now, again, if we call up Joel in three years, maybe his to-do list gets a little little sloppy and maybe his his tasks take a little longer because you know he's a little more comfortable where he's at. Maybe that's just a byproduct if we're continuing down the, the rabbit hole of human you know behaviors and triggers and, uh, again, just doing my best Dr. Phil impression. Um, maybe that's it, right? Maybe that's part of part of the thing. Maybe because it is so new. But I don't, right now, it's a positive for me, right? Today, I'm excited, and I'm thinking that it's a positive. May ask me two weeks from now. Maybe it's different, but I don't think so. Um, it's it, it again, right? It's and maybe this makes me think that I maybe I'm uh, you know again coming back to the uh, kitchen nightmare things. It maybe makes me think that I'm being a little too nice sometimes when I talk to certain agents of, of what they're doing. I mean, I try to be as pretty straightforward and honest as I can. Um, but, you know, it, at the end of the day, if, if the only person you're going to harm is yourself, if you're going to c- continue to lie and kid yourself about what is working and what is not working and what you do know and what you don't know, the only person that you're holding back is yourself 
And if you are at the head of the agency, there's a pretty good chance that you're holding the agency back. And this is your, let's, let's put it this way. You're never, ever going to have everything not holding you back, right? It's never just, you're never going to be done with everything, right? There are going to be things that are going to hold you back. And if you know that and you're okay with that, I mean, I think that's a pretty big thing in general, right? Saying, listen, yeah, I kind of suck at this thing and I know it's holding me back, but I'm all right with that. You know, hey, I sometimes get trapped in YouTube rabbit holes for, you know, about 20, 30 minutes a pop. That holds me back from doing something productive. I'm okay with that. I'm going to just try harder next time. Even this morning, I just, I was like binging on like two minute Howard Stern clips of interviews. And for the record, Howard Stern, Sirius XM, if you're listening, can we please just get like, I want a place to like get access to the archives in like an easy way so I can just click and go to different, you know, nice lengthier meteor clips. You know, I want four or five minutes, maybe six, seven, eight minute clips. I'll pay for it. Just give it to me. Anyways, I'm sorry. I just need to get that off my chest. Allow, allow yourself to be bad at something, right? Allow yourself to be okay being held back, but know that, hey, if I don't know this thing, I'm okay with going and finding somebody who does, or I'm okay with the necessary time and resources that are needed to get myself to know it, and I think I'm, I can do a capable job. Uh, you know, it's not an indictment on any sort of level of what you are or are not capable of. And we've heard many people on Jason's podcast, on this podcast, I mean, it is okay to only be good at a few things and to focus on it. It's actually that courage to do that that really ends up lending to success when you know what you're good at or what you want to be good at. Do you really kind of truly understand what you need to do to get it? Yeah, I mean, you know, our our target is the younger families, you know, the the kids that are just about to driving age yeah. or just right in there. That's where we have done historically the very best. You know, those are nice accounts and they stay with you for a while and they bring in a lot of revenues. That's kind of our target. That's where we've been trying to, well, it's where we're looking to market our stuff, so... The nice thing about that is there is no right or wrong answer. That's what Joel has discovered works well for him. And again, like I said at the beginning of the show, there is a niche that he has casually fallen into accidentally, and it's worked out well in his favor from what I understand, and I'm glad that it has happened. And I want to say it's the gas station business, something like that. I don't know. I think that's what Joel told me. It's something There was something else associated with that. But anyways, there is no right or wrong answer. The only right or wrong answer is we've talked about this, I think, extensively, is how do you want to do it and how much of it do you need to do to make the amount of money to, to be okay, right? To be happy, right? I mean, there's no dollar amounts. There's no goal. Like everyone's like, oh, I got to have these goals, these goals. I got to hit this number, this number. The only number you have to hit is the number that you need. I mean, let's put it this way. If we're, if we're just setting a baseline, like you need to just, hey, I need to hit the number to provide for my family in this capacity, right? That's that's the first number. From there, it's, okay, now I've got a couple trips to Disney World in the mix. And then from there, well, you know, maybe I just might buy a few more video games and, uh, and you know, I, I can put that home theater system in. You know, right? it's like, whatever, right? The point is the, <laughs> the number is whatever you want it to be. The, the person, the business, what you're trying to do and understand and realize is only a matter of where you need to be, want to go, and... There's a lot of, hey, if you want to be successful, and I've been seeing this a lot lately, again, 
don't listen to me on this. I'm going to say probably don't listen to me on this, but you hear the, the Gary V's and the and the entrepreneurs of the world saying, hey, work 24 hours a day. So that's, you know, 18, 20 hours a day. And um, and again, that's, they don't, I mean, I, I've heard Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk say, hey, if you don't want to, you know, be that, don't be that, right? But if you want to be that, you know, like me, this is what I had to do to get it. And, and it all comes back to, again, what are you going to do to get there? And, and, and understanding these things and how they relate to basically everything that we've talked about. I, may, I don't know. Maybe I think about this too much. Maybe I don't think about it enough. I'm curious where you're at on all that. How much do you, does this, is this a train of thought that you have? Because I mean, this is constantly, you know, what I'm thinking of is, is do I really are, are you know, diminishing returns, right? A lot of diminishing returns. If I give up this to do that, am I going to be that much more fulfilled, that much more, you know, validated in whatever capacity. That's kind of always what I'm doing. I don't know if that's what you're doing. Um, but again, back to, you know, yeah, I, do I know what I don't know? And do I want to go know something that I don't know? That's kind of the whole analysis that is going on in my head when I think of this. And that's why I like when I hear Joel, you know, having, you know, no really qualms about it. just like, this is what it is. I don't know this. I need to do this. we got to have that done. And, you know, we have to figure that out, right? That's it. Just plain and simple. No pretense surrounding any of it, just straight to the point. This is what I want it to be, and this is how it needs to be. And if it's not, then we'll figure it out from there. It doesn't have to be any more difficult than that. And I'm just curious as to how or why I got so screwed up in the first place. It doesn't make any sense, but sometimes it takes me longer to think of what to say at the end of the show than it does during the entire show itself. It's probably silly. I probably should stop doing it, but I just thought I would let you know because it bothers me. And uh, yeah, a little inside look behind how things are done. Not that you care, but hey. So I have nothing to say if you haven't figured that out here. Uh, I guess I can tell you. Um, GrowLab 2017 registration still open. GrowLab2017.com if you want to go ahead and sign up. Uh, we are quickly approaching our 100 limit here. Um, we just had another dude, my buddy Christopher Cook, join the ranks today, this morning. So it's nice to actually get a chance to see him in North Carolina. You'll hear him on an upcoming podcast episode, I believe. Um, GrowLab2017.com to do that. Jason and I are hashing out the agenda and what this is going to look like for you. And, um, and yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I think you should be excited about it. But uh, I hope to see you guys down in Charlotte, North Carolina on October 24th and October 25th. 